Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Maction Week 3 coming up on the season. I am your host, Mark Scafidi, former Northern Illinois Husky. And uh, let's face it, folks, this wasn't a great week to be in the MAC. Uh, I don't want to spend a ton of time on last weekend because, frankly, it wasn't very good. I mean, there's, let's not, you know, kid ourselves here. The Mac had a terrible weekend uh, across the board. Now, the game, it, it could have been a, one of the all-time great weekends for the Mac because Toledo should have had the W. I mean, they, they really should have gone into Notre Dame and taken that victory. Uh, they ended up losing. Uh, 29-24, or uh, losing, but they were they took the lead with a little over a minute and a half left. It was one of those games where they had a chance to... I, it, it's hard to say, because we, if you're a Mac fan, you've seen this across the board. You've seen Power 5 teams come out of nowhere in the final minute, two minutes of a game, and win the game. So it's not like we've never seen this before. Notre Dame is Notre Dame. They, you know, they ended up winning, but it's not like we've never seen this before. But Toledo had a chance to essentially dictate what happened um, in the final end of the end of the game. Toledo's quarterback, the mobile quarterback, Daquan Finn, came in. Short yard situation, about uh 26 yards away, 27 yards away. They were on the 27-yard line from the end zone. In the fourth quarter, late, they were, you know, they were losing. Finn, a great play by Finn. He gets all the way to the end zone. But if you're a Toledo fan, you're going, oh, my goodness, we just left too much time on the clock. Uh, there was a 135 left. It's like, oh, we had a chance. Now, had Finn gone down at the one-yard line, he had a chance to run the clock out or at least burn off another minute before they scored. Um, instead, you handed the ball back to Notre Dame with a minute 35 left. And I, I don't know. I mean, the Toledo secondary, um, it just, it, it's like they weren't even playing. Um, Notre Dame, I mean, granted, it, it's great. Toledo's on a high. You think you're going to get the win. But at the same time, in the back of your head, if you're a Mac fan, every single Mac team's gone through this. We've all seen our team take the lead against a heavily favored opponent at the end of a game, only to lose it even later in the game. Um, the strategy could have been played out differently so that Toledo could have put their kicker, Thomas Clucky, into the game to win the game with under 10 seconds. And that essentially, Notre Dame is done. If he kicks that field goal, the game's over, you win. There's going to be nine, eight, seven, whatever seconds left. Notre Dame's not going to score at that point. But, I mean, Notre Dame got downfield because they had a minute. It only took them 26 seconds to score the go-ahead touchdown. Uh, 26 seconds. It's hard to give up 75 yards in 26 seconds. Um, but... Yeah, but somehow they managed to do it. So Toledo would have been an all-time win. I mean, maybe the best win in, 
in program history. Be no MAG team has ever beaten Notre Dame. Um, this was the chance. This was as good a chance as anyone's had. Because Notre Dame is, they're more in name only these days than they are really. Like the, the Notre Dame of national champion, they're not a national championship contender anymore. But they still have this aura and mystique. But, and, and granted, they do schedule MAG teams every year now. So next year, someone else is going to get a chance to go into South Bend and be the first MAG team. Uh, but it would have been nice, man. It really would have been nice had Toledo been able to pull that one out. It just would have been so sweet of a victory. Um, but it didn't happen. Oh, it's like you're there. You're like right at the finish line. You just can't get over the edge. It's like, oh, it's so agonizing. I feel bad for the Rockets. I feel bad for everybody in Toledo because, I mean, this was right there. You could taste the victory, and it was just snatched away at the very end. Um, so that that was as close to a win of any merit that the Mac had. Um, I mean, I don't want to spend a lot of time on the, the, the bad games, which is pretty much everything else. Uh, Ball State at Penn State destroyed them. Penn State 44, Ball State 13, not even close. Eastern Michigan at Wisconsin. Uh, Eastern Michigan rushed for 16 yards the whole game. 16 yards. So, yeah, you're not going to win many games. They didn't, they didn't even come close to winning this game. The highlight of the Eastern Michigan day was punting. So, I mean, when that's the highlight of your afternoon, you had a terrible day. Wisconsin 34, Eastern Michigan 7. Yeah, big deal. So, I don't want to, you know, we let's not waste time on that. Uh, VMI, Virginia Military uh, uh, Institute, uh, the Military Academy at Kent State. Blowout on the opposite end, 60 to 10, Kent State. Again, you know, it's a, the team was overmatched. So, you know, um, what's, you know, what's the real point? That was like a practice game for Kent State, which needs it for next week or this week coming up. Miami of Ohio at Minnesota, another one that was close. Another one that was pushed to the edge. Miami of Ohio had a chance to go into Minneapolis and get the job done, but it didn't happen. So Minnesota, 31, Miami, Ohio, 26. Wyoming, group of five versus group of five, NIU. Uh, this one was, if you were paying attention, Wyoming was up big. I think they were up 21 points early in the game. I mean, it was like a blowout. Um, half the NIU crowd walked out at halftime. So, I mean, they announced a crowd of 11,000 at the end of the game. There were only like five, four thousand, four or 5,000 people left. People figured the game was over. NIU stormed back in the fourth quarter, took the lead thanks to uh, the running game. Whaley had 179 yards. He played phenomenal. Um, Rocky Lombardi, first half, or for, for the game, three picks. You know, that's a killer. I mean, that is an absolute killer, throwing these picks. Uh, but they took the lead, oh, I don't know, with about two and a half minutes to go. And all NIU needed to do was hang on. Uh, Wyoming was totally down for the count. They had just given up like 25 unanswered points, 24, something like that. And the Husky defense couldn't man up, couldn't stop the Cowboys. Cowboys came down, beat NIU 50 to 43. So another, it's a tough loss there, but not as bad as Ohio losing to Duquesne of Pittsburgh. And that's an FCS team, Ohio losing at home. Now, granted, you lost last week to Syracuse. That's, you know, that's, that's ACC. That's okay. Losing at home to an FCS school, that's terrible. Uh, Ohio, 
I mean, you really this isn't this is this season's really on the edge right now already for the Bobcats. They're yeah, they're in trouble because it's not getting any easier this week. Uh, Robert Morris, Central Michigan, another practice game for the Chippewas who need them again. They're going from destroying Robert Morris 45 to 0 to next week, best team they're going to play all season. Back to the SEC for the Chippewas. We'll get to that in a minute. Buffalo at Nebraska. I thought Buffalo had a chance last week. I honestly did. Nebraska stinks. I mean, there's no they're, they're going to find out real quick this Saturday in Nebraska where they are in the in the college football world. So they're playing. Nebraska's playing at Oklahoma. Um, they're going to get wiped out by the Sooners. They lost to Illinois, who, who hasn't won a game since. They lost to Texas San Antonio, and they've lost to Virginia. Illinois is terrible too. But Buffalo, you should have been better. It was it's twenty eight to three against Nebraska. You got dominated by Nebraska, who's about to get blown out next this Saturday by the Sooners, probably by thirty five to forty points. So I don't know what happened to Buffalo on that one, but they weren't ready. That one was tough. Um, another bad showing. So moving on, Temple at Akron. Temple forty five, Akron twenty four. Temple's a middle of the road American team. They're not great. They're okay. Uh, Akron and the Zips at home. Uh, wins are going to be hard to come by. That is for sure. Um, you're getting blown out by Temple. You got blown out last week. You, honestly, you played a lot better. Last week they played Auburn, and that was, you know, that's not even worth mentioning again. But Temple, clearly the better team here. Um, unfortunate for the Zips that that didn't go even, that wasn't close. South Alabama, again, group of five versus group of five, Bowling Green. 22 for the Jaguars of South Alabama. Bowling Green, 19. Uh, another, another tough game for the Falcons. Um, it's yeah, it's been a bad week in the MAC. Let's you know, and then to finish it out, it was Illinois State at Western Michigan. Again, playing an FCS team. At least Western Michigan, unlike Ohio, got the job done. 28 to nothing. Uh, nothing to talk about there. It's a practice game for the Broncos. Yeah. But it's a win. A win's a win. You want you want to feel good about it. So, whew, that was a rough that was a rough week last week for the Mac. And tomorrow we're doing this on Wednesday, the fifteenth. Tomorrow the sixteenth. Let's start going into next week already. Ohio at Louisiana on ESPN National TV from Lafayette, Louisiana. Louisiana was ranked at the beginning of the season, I believe, because they lost their ranking when they played. Somebody in the SEC. So Ohio looking for that first W against Louisiana. It's not going to be easy there. You just lost to an FCS team. Now you're going to Louisiana, the west side of the state, in the humidity on a Thursday night primetime ESPN. That's right, primetime ESPN. Huge, huge showing for the MAC tomorrow night. Thursday night, regular ESPN. Crazy that the MAC has this the main spotlight on a Thursday night matchup. But Ohio, you've got to be better this week. You've got to go in Louisiana and get the W, or at least, because Louisiana is good. And I, would ass- I will assume Cajun Field is going to be rocking on national TV, because um, I, I lived in Louisiana for a while. Uh, it's not LSU. Let's, I'm not going to kid you. The, you know, LSU is the, is the only team in Louisiana that really matters. Um, but the west side of the state, they rally around the Cajuns. So... There's a lot of people who might end up, you know, just because it's on ESPN, they want to have a big, big showing. 
they might end up at the game. Um, I've been to Lafayette. It's a nice little town. It's going to be warm tomorrow night. Good luck, Bobcats. Let's see if you can get the W. Another showcase game Saturday. Buffalo at home. Coastal Carolina ranked 16th in the nation. The Chanticleers. Um, this is ESPN2. It's going to be a noon kickoff. So another national TV game against a ranked opponent. Buffalo has a chance to make a statement. Um, rebound from last week's Nebraska loss. Coastal Carolina is undefeated. So they're looking good, and I believe they just beat Boise State last week. So this is going to be a tough one for the Buffalo Bulls. There's no doubt about it. Coastal Carolina is good. Buffalo is going to have to really be locked in and ready to go at noon on uh, Saturday. Uh, next up, Northern Illinois at Michigan, ranked 25. Michigan just beat Washington at home, and they beat the Western Michigan Broncos two weeks ago. Northern Illinois is a huge underdog in this one, but it doesn't matter. You saw what happened with Georgia Tech. They played a good couple minutes versus Wyoming. So I guess if you can translate that to the entire game, um, I, I guess maybe you know this one's going to be a, a matchup. But NIU is a big-time uh, big giant killer, so this would be a huge feather in the cap to go into the big house and get that W against uh, an undefeated Michigan team. So that's on Big Ten Network, noon Eastern in Michigan. Going to be 110,000 people there. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't want to, you know, don't want to give Michigan the easy victory, but they're heavily favored. Western Michigan on the road at Pittsburgh. Uh, ESPN three, so app or you know website, uh, noon Eastern, um, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Broncos getting with a good chance to go into Pittsburgh and get a real W. This is an ACC team that you can beat. Western Michigan didn't play well against Michigan, and we. We don't know how good they are based on last week's Illinois State game. So this is a better understanding of where Western, Western Michigan is in the football hierarchy. You're not as good as Michigan. We know that. And you're better than the FCS school. So this is a good chance this week to find out where the Broncos are in the college football uh, world. This is Heinz Field, Pro Stadium, should be good. Uh, winnable game, too. Winnable game. Kent State going at number five, Iowa. Ooh, it's not, it does not get easy for Kent State, does it? Kent State was down at Texas A&M. Big-time powerhouse. Got, him, got blown out. This week, the Hawkeyes coming off a win over their in-state rival, the Cyclones. In Iowa City, Big Ten Network, late afternoon game, uh, the 1230 kickoff Pacific. So that's uh, two, uh, 330 Eastern. So the game's in the central time zone, though, so make sure you, you know, if you're watching, you got to, Iowa's in the central time zone. Whew, man, it's going to be rough. Um, it will be rough for Kent State. It's, it's another, I mean, they have played two of the top six teams, seven teams in the nation so far. This will be their second. I don't think Iowa has the talent Texas A&M does, but they have the ranking. And if Kent State can play well, this is a big-time victory, one of the biggest wins they'll ever have. Let's just hope that Kent State can pull this one off or at least push them because this would be a huge win for the Flashes. Eastern Michigan, 
at UMass. UMass is bad. I mean, they're bad. So I'm going to go Eastern Michigan all the way on a road game. This one's not on television, which in this day and age of, I mean, maybe it's on like there's the UMass Stadium website version where you can buy it on the UMass website, but I wouldn't do that, folks. I mean, it's, it's not that good of a game to honestly do that where you're going to pay the UMass for the one game one game service, you know, whatever it is. I'm sure they, they offer it on the website, but I wouldn't waste any money on that one. Long Island at Miami of Ohio, ESPN Plus. I don't know how good Long Island is, folks. I really don't. I know Miami's probably going to get this, this W pretty easily, so let's go with the Red Hawks on this one. Uh, all the way. All the way, Miami on this one. Bryant at Akron. Akron, hello, wake up. This might be the start of your season. Here's the chance to go get your first win. Bryant, FCS school, at the Zips. This has to be a W for the Akron. It has to be a W. It's at home. It's on ESPN3, 3.30. Everybody can watch. I don't know how big the crowd will be. Honestly, I have no idea. Um, but if you're Akron, you, this might be your only win of the season, the way it's going. You've got to win this game. So, Zips, let's get it done Saturday versus Bryant. That's simple enough. I mean, Akron's got to win this game. This is a must-win game. If they want to have any chance of a winning record, this is it has to start right now. Ball State at Wyoming. Ball State coming off of a beatdown by Penn State. Wyoming coming off of a victory over NIU. This one is at Wyoming, War Memorial Stadium, uh, Ball State. Honestly, based on what I saw, because I watched the Wyoming game last week, Ball State is a good chance to win. Uh, Wyoming isn't great by any means. NIU's defense totally caved last week, so Ball State is going to be able to score in Wyoming. They just have to hope that the Wyoming ground game and that they can keep that in check. Now, altitude might play a factor for the Cardinals. Wyoming is up in, uh, I believe it's in Cheyenne. Um, pretty sure. I, I'd have to look that double check, but I think it's in Cheyenne. Or no, it's in, never mind. It's in Laramie. I know that for a fact. It's in Laramie, Wyoming. So altitude could play a factor. Ball State just has to be kind of ready for that. It's kind of like playing in Denver. It's a little high, high eleva higher elevation. But I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one. Possible upset here for the Cowboys. Colorado State at Toledo in the glass ball. ESPNU. Oh, by the way, Ball State, Wyoming, not on national TV. Probably on that Wyoming website. You really want to watch. Um, I mean, it's four o'clock Eastern, one o'clock uh, Pacific, two o'clock uh, Mountain Time. Um, again, I wouldn't spend any money on these school website feeds. You, if you really, you know, if you really want to watch it, they might have that on one of the European sites. Maybe not though, because it's not a national TV thing. Um, Colorado State at Toledo, ESPNU. Based on how well Toledo played last week against a much superior opponent, Notre Dame. You've got to go with the Rockets here. This is going to be the Rockets game if they play exactly like they played last week. Now, last week you played Notre Dame. This week you're going to be playing Colorado State. Play the exact same way, Rockets, and you get the W at home. So, I mean, it's kind of a night game, but it's still September, so it's 4 o'clock on ESPNU, so it's not really a night game, but it, Later in the season, 4 o'clock, kind of a night game. So it could be considered, you know, something like that. 
Murray State versus Bowling Green. Again, Bowling Green, this is a must win. You are already on the teetering brink of must win games for any sort of successful season. Murray State, the racers out of Murray, Kentucky. Going into Bowling Green has to be a victory over a FCS team. So that's the final game of the week. This one is going to be rough by any indication. Oh, that one's on ESPN3, Murray State Bowling Green. Central Michigan at LSU, Death Valley, Tiger Stadium. A real night game in Tiger Stadium on SEC Network. Obviously, we all know LSU's good, even though they lost to UCLA last week. Um, Central Michigan is going to have the biggest mismatch in talent they're going to face all season. LSU is loaded with NFL guys. Death Valley might not be as lit as it would have been had they been undefeated, but it's still going to have 100,000 people. People in Louisiana love LSU. So it's going to be full. Um, It's going to be at night. It's going to be everything college football is these days, which is heavily southeastern United States. LSU is all of that. So this is the Rockets or the Chippewas' big chance on the big stage to go down there and pull off a big-time SEC win at night on the road. It's going to be really hard. I mean, I'm not going to kid you. Winning at LSU is very hard, especially when LSU is clicking. And they're not clicking right now. But this is, uh, this is the Chippewas moment. This is it. You step up, take your shot, and see what happens. Um, I mean, there's winnable games this week. Last week, I thought there was one great win, winnable game. I thought it was Buffalo over Nebraska. It didn't happen. Nobody got a, a single win last week that was of any merit. So this week, we have a better chance because there's some games like Western Michigan at Pitt. Um, I don't consider Eastern beating UMass a big win. I mean, that's none of the FCS games. Those don't really matter much. And Ball State over Wyoming, it's a nice win, but nothing in Colorado State over Toledo. They're not like program-changing wins. Uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina-Buffalo would be a big one. No- Northern Illinois at Michigan, obviously big. Kent State at Iowa would be the biggest of them all. We'll have to see. Let's hope one of them gets it done out of those those games. But we'll just have to wait and see. Um, every week is, you know, you can get a surprise in the MAC. That's for sure. I did want to go over. I missed it last week because... There were so many games um, to talk about. There are currently 66 MAC players on NFL rosters. Um, the Cardinals have two. The Falcons have three. Ravens, zero. Bills, one, two, three, four. Panthers, two. Bengals, two. Bears, three. Browns, three. Cowboys, three. Lions, none. Broncos, one. That's Levante Bellamy. Um, he made the roster for the Broncos. Green Bay Packers, one. Um, Texans, two. Max Sharping was the guy I couldn't remember a couple weeks ago. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, three. Kansas City Chiefs, two. Raiders, three. Chargers, two. Uh, Dolphins, one. Vikings, two. Giants, two. Jets, two. Saints, one. Steelers, three, four, five. Eagles, three. 49ers, two. Seahawks, three. Buccaneers, four. 
Titans three and the Washington football team. Jarrett Patterson, the rookie on that one, making the roster for the Washington football team. Let's see. Oh, D. Eskridge uh, for the Seahawks, rookie, made the team with the Seahawks. Uh, Jalen Moore, Western Michigan for the 49ers is a rookie. Kewande Awasaka, uh, all lineman for Buffalo, is on the practice squad. Let's see. The, looking, we've got a Ben Roethlisberger, 18-year veteran for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We all know who he is. Any other rookies? Uh, Malcolm Kuntz, defensive end, Buffalo, is on the Raiders. Uh, Antonio Phillips on the Texans, on the practice squad. And Quentin Morris, Bowling Green, is on the Bills as a rookie. Uh, Tommy Doyle from Miami, also on the Bills. Reggie Gilman, a rookie from Toledo, fullback on the Bills. So the Bills actually have three MAC rookies. I did not know that. And um, Jonathan Ward, second-year player, is on the Cardinals. So that rounds out the, the rookies that I kind of missed, the guys who were about to make the team um, last week. But overall, a, another Big Mac weekend for statement games, a chance to show what you've got against some of the better teams in the nation. Um, let's, let's hope that next week we have another Northern Illinois over Georgia Tech. I don't care who it is. I just want a Mac team to bring home the pirate flag this weekend. Uh, come back next week. We will wrap it up and hopefully talk about something big. You can also catch me on um, Twitter, my uh, Mark Scafidi, and um, you can catch us on iTunes and all the other places that you download uh, podcasts. So come back next week when we have a new show talking about Mac football, which you all love. And hopefully we'll have some good news to talk about next week. I'm Mark Scafidi. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.